16. Their music, the jog, heard so frequently in the Igro songs, occurs eight times in this number. It is not quite so well defined here, however, as in the Dang Dang I, being modified in this song either by syncopation, by phrasing, or by lack of accent. It is interesting to note however, that it is always given on the tonic or the dominant, and also that it is repeated in true Igro style. The unconcern and skill with which the performer of this song unravels the mixed-up duplet and triplet groups, is evidence of his inherent sense of rhythm, as it pertains to the symmetry of note groups and their embodiment as beat units into a larger, varying measure units, but his indifference, as he juggles his metric values of 2-4, 3-8, and 3-4 time, shows an entire absence of appreciation for form as revealed in even measured sections, phrases, and periods of modern music. Considered in the light of an oracle from the spirit himself speaking through the medium, the music would indicate that the spectre is not one of the gentle and kind disposition, but on the contrary is very domineering. He is of frightful mien, and tries to terrorize all who come under his sway. Song of a Spirit Record F sung by a medium when possessed by a spirit. This song is very similar in general character to the Duwak, and many qualities in it indicate that it is given by the same performer. It has the same general formation as the Duwak. It is harmonic in construction. Nearly all of its tones follow the triad intervals of either the minor or its relative major tonic chords or the minor dominant chord. There is no well-marked mode of development but instead a succession of tones first from one triad, then from another, and so on, grouped in ever-varying fashion. The key is G minor, but closes in the relative major B while singing in the minor. The performer follows modern methods and raises his seventh or leading tone. When the progression is upwards into the tonic C measures 10, 13, 25, and 27, the tempo is mostly 108, but at the tenth measure the movement slows down to 80. At this point is shown a note with a large circle above. This tone was taken with a very wide open mouth quite in contrast with the one preceding. The next measure following shows two tones taken falsetto, like the Dewalk. This song is probably the composition of the singer, although very primitive in its general aspect. It has absorbed from some source a bit of modern influence. If the surmise is correct that the performer of this song is the same as the one who made the record of the Dewalk, and if the two songs were made at distinct times with a considerable period elapsing in which other records were made, it would indicate, as is frequently the case among primitive singers, that this performer almost invariably sings at the same pitch. In other words, he has to some degree the sense of absolute pitch. Begoya's Record G, a song of praise and compliment sung by a guest at a feast or party. Words are extempore, but music constant. The singer is a tenor with considerable dramatic quality in his voice. The words of the song must be extemporized to suit each new occasion, so also, must the elemental tonal forms be extemporaneously combined, for the music must fit the words and these will vary in rhythm and meter with each performance. The music may be considered constant, however, in that the form of each component motive is more or less fixed. The following five group ingredients, used either in the pure form as shown, or with slight alterations, make up approximately one half of the entire song. Reiterated tones and glissandos pad out between these and make up practically the remainder of the number, turning our attention to the first of the above groups which I have marked, M.M.1, melodic motive, we find that it is used nearly a score of times throughout the extent of the song, 
A motive may be modified in ten different recognized ways and each form of modification employed in varying degrees, within certain limits, and yet the motive will not lose its identity. As an example of this we find in this song the first melodic motive transposed from the fourth degree of the scale where it is originally announced to the first, the fifth, and the sixth degrees. We find the same motive given with omissions, with additions, with augmentations, with contractions, and with altered rhythmic values. In short, the composer has turned this motive over and over, and unwittingly developed it much after the manner used by musicians trained in the art of composition. The fact that this motive is given four times rhythmically and melodically intact, besides recurring frequently throughout the composition in one or another of the accepted forms of modification, argues that this melodic germ was a familiar tone figure to the singer, one that he could apply to most any syllable on which he wished to dwell. In this connection it is interesting to note that this motive, in its purest form, is always used in a transitional way, not only musically, but rhetorically thus, marking time, as it were, while the improvisator chooses his next words of praise, the second melodic motive M.M.2, occurs at least five times, with some transformations to be sure, and sometimes even overlapping the first motive, the third RM is purely rhythmic, but seems to be a pet device of the singer and helps him out with syllables needing special emphasis, the fourth can hardly be dignified by the name of motive, in this case, but is simply a musical device MD used by the singer mostly in his determinations. I surmise that the song in its entirety, including the above elemental groups, is the invention of the singer. He has equipped himself with these particular tonal fragments, because they not only suit his fancy, but lie well within the range of his vocal attainments. He has used them so frequently and in such varied forms that he can instantly twist, turn, or alter them to fit the requirements of the various syllables of his ever-changing flatteries, with a few such elemental groups of his own invention at command, any singer would be well equipped to extemporize for the delectation of his host and the entertainment of the other guests. The song is exceptional for strongly accented notes, the triplets giving the value of three-quarter notes in the time of two are rather unusual in modern music, it is cast in the natural minor scale of B-flat. The singer never uses either the raised sixth or seventh in ascending, as do moderns in the melodic minor, but adheres strictly to the old normal or natural minor form, although diatonic, in that both the G-flat and C-natural appear frequently, yet the number savors much of the pentatonic, at three places where the singer uses one or the other of the tones for into the pentatonic scale, he makes half-step progressions, in the fourth line of the song we find the single instance in these records where the performer takes an upward glissando, it is on the two-note embellishment F natural G-flat shown in the last measure of that line, it is immediately followed by a downward glissando, Balalognima's record II, two singers are heard on this record, they seem to be women, possibly there are more than the two voices, as the song has such a well-defined swing and such a martial character, it must be wonderfully inspiring when given by a large company of singers, it is cast in the natural minor diatonic scale of C-sharp, though it is strongly pentatonic in character. The rhythm is partly 5-8 and partly 4-8, but it swings along so naturally that it seems as if it could not be otherwise. The distribution of the accents, sometimes falling on the first and third beats and again on the second and fourth, helps to give it a character which puts it in a class by itself. It has the most character of any of the women's songs in this group. 
There are several verses to the song almost precisely alike in words and music. D.A.N. Boys and girls alternating. Record I sung while dancing in a religious ceremony. This song is into distinct movements or parts varying one from the other in meter, in tempo, and in general style. Part 1 There are at least two voices discernible in this part. They seem to be the voices of girls or women. It is cast in the relative minor C of the pentatonic scale of E-flat major. The tones of this scale given in order are C E-flat, F G B flat and then the octave C. The tones D natural and a flat are missing, thus avoiding the half-step between D and E flat and between G and a flat C remarks in pentatonic scale under definition of qualities. Page 480. The A-flat shown in the third from the last measure of this part is written there to define more clearly that particular glissando which seems to be of slightly different rhythmic construction than the one in the corresponding measure above. The fact that the tone is passed over glissando eliminates it from the scale. In the fourth measure of each line we find a peculiar splitting up of the parts, one voice holding the C while the other skips to the E-flat above, thus producing the harmony interval of a minor third. This behavior seems to be intentional on the part of the performers, as it occurs precisely the same in each of the four lines of the song, though not quite so well defined the last time owing to the fact that the upper voice does not come out so strong on the E-flat. This is indicated in the notation by a small square note. Part 1 is in the very unusual rhythm of 5-4. The rhythm is not well defined, however, as there is considerable abandon in the style of rendition. The metronome tempo of 69 applies practically throughout. Sometimes the singers are a trifle in advance of the count and at others drag behind, but all was sooner or later dropped into the regular beat. A stress on each fifth count gives the number a rhythm of five. It is unique also in that each line has but five measures. Part 2 in this, the same number of voices is heard as in the first part. The performers seem to be the same ones who sang from the beginning. The scale is the same as that of part 1. The intonation is very distinct and the character unmistakably pentatonic. In measure 2 there is the harmony interval of a perfect fourth followed immediately by that of a minor third. The same succession as was used in the D.A.N. Girls part record J. In the fourth and fifth measures of this part are found in prepared minor thirds, which also appear in record J. These harmonies are not so primitive as those found in the boys part of the same ceremony see record A. The tempo throughout this part is 80 and the rhythm strongly marked. There is a wait between the two lines. The machine was evidently stopped at this point or the needle raised and started again. Each line has the uncommon number of five measures the same as the first part. But metrically the part is in 4-4 rhythm. The second time through. The singers seem to be striving to repeat the first line of the movement with embellishments consisting of inverted more dense. Apogature. And trills. Musically. There seems to be absolutely no connection between this song and the other two of the same ceremony. In many ways this song is the most interesting of those submitted. In origin it probably dates between the other two. It is not given consecutively on the record, as there were breaks between each two lines while the needle was raised. D.A.N. Girls part. Record J. Sun while dancing in a religious ceremony. The record shows but two voices one of which is greatly predominant in strength and confidence as if it were the leader's voice. The song is cast in the scale of B minor. It is not pentatonic. The singers would employ. So an interrogation mark is placed below that be either a natural or a sharp. According to whether the scale is the natural minor or the harmonic minor, it is not possible to determine which tone the singers would employ. 
so an interrogation mark is placed below that note. The raised fourth E sharp, shown in the fifth measure of four out of the six verses, is perfectly intentional on the part of the singers, but musically, is to be interpreted as an accidental, and does not affect the scale of the song. In this song we again have the interval of a fourth without the sixth above. It occurs four times, each time followed immediately by the less primitive and more harmonious interval of a minor third. The minor third harmony also occurs in three other measures. In these without preparation, these minor thirds are all the same. We did the foundation of the tonic chord of the key. Evidence that the singers have a keen sense of the minor tonality. The tempo alternates between 96 and 108. The first half of each line is given at 96, but the second half is taken more rapidly at 108 beats per minute. Each of these rhythms is very evenly preserved, the time being well marked by accented notes and pulsations of the voice as shown in the score. The figures at the ends of the lines indicate the number of beats rest actually taken by the performers. Twice they take the normal number four, which, if preserved throughout, would place the song in the regular eight-measure form. Some of the measures are 4-4, and some are 3-4. In each verse of this song we find an example of the characteristic which I have termed a jog. It is seen in each next to last measure with special sign beneath. The jogs in the second, fourth, and sixth measures are the best defined sea table of special signs under introduction. Page 444. There are three qualities in this song, which indicate that it is of more modern origin than either of the other two which belong to the same ceremony. The frequent and undoubtedly intentional use of the raised fourth giving the half-step E-sharp to F-sharp, the persistent recurrence of the hardly primitive, minor third harmony, and the fact that the song is not cast in the pentatonic scale, as are the other two records of the same ceremony, point to a more modern origin. It may be that in the earliest practice of this ceremony the girls or women did not participate, their parts having been a later addition. This could not be determined musically. However, Without examining more records of songs from this or similar ceremonies, Bogoya's record case sung by a woman. This is a woman's song of praise, complimentary to the host at a party. The singer makes use of all the scale tones of the major key of E-flat, except the D natural. The B natural found in the next to last measure is a passing tone, and does not affect the scale or tonality. At that point the suggested supporting harmony is an augmented triad upon the tonic leading into the subdominant. With the exception of this one measure, the song is in the five-note scale, notwithstanding that this measure contains two of flats and also the passing tone B natural, both of which tones are foreign to this particular five-note scale. The song is not robbed of its pentatonic character. The rhythm of this song is interesting. It alternates throughout between 4-4 four, four and 5-4. Five, four. It might have been notated in 9-4 time instead, in which case it would have but five measures. The singer uses the downward glissandos, so characteristic of nearly all of the Tengian songs of this group. These glissandos are indicated by oblique lines drawn beneath the tones covered by the slide. In the second measure there is an almost inaudible tone at the end of the glissando. It is indicated by a small, square note. Careful listening to the record at this point shows that the singer really leaves the principal tone E-flat and slides with a sudden dying down of volume. The abruptness with which the sound of the voice fades as it starts the glissando, leaves the impression of E-flat still sounding. One tone in this song is given on the inhaled breath. It is indicated by a circle with a dot in the center placed beneath the note. This tone was produced while back in the throat, while the singer sharply inhaled the breath. 
This artifice, occasionally used by the Tengen, is seldom, if ever, heard in the singing of civilized peoples for other examples. See analysis of record and bang bang I. This song, given by a woman, has not the well-marked motive development shown in the other Bogoyas, sung by a man. However, we find two quite distinct, prevailing ideas set forth. The first includes the whole of the first measure and the first beat of the second. It seems to be in the nature of a question which finds its answer in the remainder of the second measure, and again in the third, and again in the fourth measure. It is the same answer, but expressed each time in a little different manner. In the fifth measure and carrying over into the sixth, the questioning is heard again, although put forth in a different arrangement of tones. It is the same musical thought as that expressed in the first measure. This time it is answered but once. The answer takes parts of two measures. Now follows another query similar to the first, and again comes the answer fully expressed in each of the two concluding measures. The principal interest in this centers around the B natural, indicating that the singer has a very decided appreciation of the half-step and of the upward-leading tendency of a tone raised to semitone by an accidental. No way record El sung at the celebration which closes the period of mourning for the dead. There are two voices heard in the record, probably women. In ten of the measures there is a splitting up of the parts, in the first measure of each of the second and third lines, and also in the third measure of the third line. The difference in the parts is owing to uncertainty of attack. One of the singers, usually the leader, starting the syllable ahead of the other performer, in the second measure of the last line, the first divergence is caused by the leader taking E by way of embellishment, and the second divergence, producing a minor third is caused by the other voice dropping to be too soon. These are not intentional harmonies. The other six departures from unison are caused by the leader embellishing her part. The apogiatura, shown with a tiny circle above, has the quality of falsetto. The singer yodels down to the principal tone D. The song is strictly pentatonic. Peculiarly enough, it may be considered as belonging to any one of the following tonalities. B minor, E minor, or G major. Though there is no G in the melody, the song seems the most primitive. However, when considered in the key of E minor, for the harmonies required to place it in this tonality carry more of the primitive atmosphere than do the chords which are required in either of the other tonalities. In this connection it would be interesting to know just how these various harmonizations would appeal to the Tengen. It is a well-known fact among musicians who have recorded the songs of primitive peoples, that though the songs are used with practically no harmonies, Yet the singers feel an harmonic support which they do not express. Experiments along this line have been tried with the American Indians. Various harmonizations of a given melody have been played for them. A melody which they themselves sing only in unison. And they have been very quick to choose the particular harmonic support which appeals to them as being an audible expression of the vague something which they feel within. But do not attempt to voice. The tones of this song when arranged to represent the scale of E minor coincide exactly with the scale tones of two of the tunings of the Japanese 13-string koto. These tunings were both borrowed by the Japanese from the Chinese by whom they were used as special tunings of the chin, or kin, one of the most ancient of musical instruments. In each of the eleven glissandos shown in the notation, the voices drop suddenly to approximately the tone shown by the small square note. The glides are taken diminuendo the tone dying away completely. The sudden diminution of tone taken with a glissando gives an effect something like a short groan. The song is in seven measure periods. Dang dang I record am sung by women while pounding rice out of the straw and husks. 
only one voice can be distinguished in the record, it is that of a woman, though strongly pentatonic in character. The song is cast in the diatonic scale of F major. Metrically there is considerable freedom. 3-4, 4-4, and 5-4 rhythms are thrown in with the most haphazard abandon. Yet it has the even pulsing which should dominate a song of this character. The song is into rather distinct movements. The first, in spite of the two triplets thrown in at the first and third measures, has a straightaway motion which offers a striking contrast to the more graceful, swaying second part which is mostly in triplets. The change from one style to the other is made by the singer with no variation in tempo. It is therefore admirably adapted to accompany the regular falling of the pestles while beating out the rice. Near the close of the song are two notes with sun over them. These words are vocalized on the inhaled bread for other examples of inhaled tones. See analysis of record K. Bogoyas. This song contains seven examples of the jog. See definition of qualities. Page 479. Those in the second part of the song are the best defined. One of these is shown with open head. This jog is given the most nearly like the Igor manner of execution of any of the examples found in these 14 songs. In general character. This song somewhat resembles the boys' part of the D.A.N. ceremony record equally equally record and sung by women while passing liquor. There is one singer only on this record. It is a woman. The song is given in a lively, jolly, rollicking style. It is cast in the F major scale. The melody has good variety. At times it defines quite clearly the harmonic outline by following the tonal framework of the tonic, dominant, or subordinate chords. Passing tones are used more freely and naturally in this song than in any of the others. In the third measure of the fifth line, the singer very plainly vocalizes a half-step from F to E. The second and fourth lines also show semitones, though these are not so distinctly given on the record as the other example. In the last measure of the third line there is a modulation into the tonality of B-flat which carries through two measures. In the fifth line are three accents which make the meter rather elusive at that point. The two small notes shown at the beginning of the third line seem to be spoken with no attempt at vocalization. They are notated, however, at the pitch of the speaking voice. The small note shown in the bottom line is given very faintly in the record and seems more like a muffled exclamation than an intentionally vocalized tone. The tempo throughout is quite regular, following the indicated pulse of 92 in both the 6-8 and 2-4 rhythms. In the latter part of the song there are a number of changes between duple and triple rhythm. The singer makes these changes with perfect ease and sings the groups with that exactness of proportion which characterizes the performance of most of the singers in these records. Musically this song is strikingly adapted to the purpose for which it is intended. Tabulation of Qualities and Characteristics The qualities found in the records have been tabulated under two main headings. Under the caption, rarely or never heard in modern music, are listed those qualities which, so far as present research goes, are so very unusual that they may be termed musical idiosyncrasies of the race. These qualities are so eccentric that if found in several of the songs, even if the number of songs be much in the minority, the qualities may be accepted as characteristics. To receive recognition as a characteristic, any quality found under the other heading, commonly heard, would necessarily have to show that it quite persistently occurred throughout a large majority of the songs. The columns of the large table when read horizontally, show which qualities appear in a given song. Read vertically they show the degrees of dominance of the various qualities. The songs are grouped under two heads, those given by men and boys, and those given by women and girls. 
This will facilitate comparison of the degrees of dominance of the qualities found in the songs of each. Numbers have been put down in some of the columns of the table. These figures indicate the number of times the quality appeared in the song. If the song has several verses on the record, and the quality appears the same number of times in each, then the tabulation gives the number of times in but a single verse. If the verses vary in the use of the quality, then an average has been struck and figure put down in the tabulation. In those songs where a certain quality occurs with such irregularity that it was impossible to represent the average without fractions, only the mark X has been put down in the table, simply to indicate that the quality was present. Such qualities as tonality, character, structure, scale, etc. naturally, with few exceptions, run through the whole song and they are indicated by the X. Some songs have both of two opposed qualities. When this occurs, it is shown by checking both qualities. Some qualities which were present, but indeterminable or indicated by an interrogation point. Following the tabulation is given a detailed explanation or definition of each of the qualities listed at the heads of the vertical columns. Dying tones, found only at the end of some few glissandos, on the glide. The volume of sound diminishes so rapidly that when the final tone of the group is reached, the sound has practically died out. The effect is something like a short groan with no anguish in it. Sign. Same as a muted note, but written at the end of a glissando. Muted tones. Sort of half-articulated tones, if I may use that expression. Without more records of the same songs in which these are shown. It is not possible to determine whether they are intended by the singers as necessary parts of the records. Sign. Note with small square head. Inhaled tones. Tones produced while back in the throat while sharply inhaling the breath rather than exhaling it. As practiced almost universally by singers. Sign. Circle with dot in center. Pulsated tones. Tones of more than one beat sung with a rhythmic stressing usually in accord with the time meter or some multiple of that meter. Pulsation is rarely heard among modern musicians, except in drilling ensemble singing. It is heard quite frequently in the singing of our American Indians and in the songs of several other primitive peoples. It occurs to some extent in nearly every one of the Tengian men's songs. It is found in but one of those sung by women. Though Puzatayan does serve to define the rhythm, I believe it is used by primitive peoples mostly as a purely aesthetic touch. It is indicated in the notation by the usual musical staccato sinus. Swelled tones. Tones usually of from 2 to 4 beats which are sung with increasing volume to the center. Finishing with a decrescendo to the end. The swell is sometimes applied to tones of more than 4 beats. But when so used, it loses some of its character. Swelled tones must be given to single syllables only. And they are the most effective when introduced several times in succession with but few. If any. Intervening tones. The sign which I have used is double diverging lines followed by double converging lines placed under the note. In 1905 it was my privilege to transcribe a number of native songs from the singing of a group of Idro. In these songs they made frequent use of swelled tones, downward glissandos, and even sliding of the voice from the topmost tone of a group to the lowest with no perceptible dwelling on any intermediate tone and without in any manner defining any of the tones lying between the extremes. Sign. A straight line drawn obliquely downward beneath the group. Upward glissandos. An even sliding of the voice upward without sounding any of the intermediate tones. Sign. A straight line drawn obliquely upward beneath the group. Notes in group. Beats in measure. Or measures in period. Groups of five seem to have no terrors for these people. 
In modern music it is extremely unusual to find notes grouped in fives, or measures having the rhythmic value of five beats, or periods made up of measures in fives. A study of the tabulation shows that the Tengian have a rather natural bent for groupings in this number. It seems easy for them to drop into that metric form. I consider this trait, evidenced in their melodies, one of the marked characteristics of their music. Groups of notes, beats, or measures in seven are so few in these records that we are not warranted in accepting it as a characteristic. Jog, an overemphasized short appoggiatura with always either the tonic or dominant of the key as the principal tone. The first tone is usually an eighth or sixteenth in value, and must stand on the next degree above the principal tone. The principal tone is usually a quarter note or longer in value. In singing the jog, the short note is given a very pointed accent, the voice dropping quickly with a sort of jerk to the second, an accented, sustained tone. It is executed without sliding, both tones being well defined. To be most effective, it should be given to three or four times consecutively without intervening tones. This device was heard very frequently in the Igoro songs, in fact, some of their songs consisted of little else than the jog sounded first on tonic two or three times, then the same number of times on the dominant, then again on the tonic, then on the dominant, and so on back and forth. It would be interesting to know just how commonly this device is used in the singing of the Tengian and also in the music of other tribes of these islands. From it we might learn something of the contact of other tribes with the Igoro. Japanese scales. For structure of these scales. See analysis of those songs using one or another of the Japanese tunings or approximations to them. Tonality. That entire group of harmonies which, intimately related to a foundation or tonic chord, may be considered as clustered around and drawn to it. Major tonality. That tonality in which the upper two of the three tones constituting its tonic chord when ranged upward from its foundation tone, are found at distances of four and seven semitones respectively from it. Minor tonality, that tonality in which the upper two of the three tones constituting its tonic chord, when ranged upward from its foundation tone, are found at distances of three and seven semitones respectively from it. Pentatonic character, that peculiar essence or quality which a melody has when it is built up entirely or almost wholly of the tones of the pentatonic or five-note scale. The melody may employ sparingly one or both of the two tones for into the pentatonic scale, and yet its pentatonic character, 